Hey sports fans and welcome to the Business Fixer podcast where we believe that clarity is king and simplicity is queen. I am your host Haroon Rashid. Today episode 14 a special guest interview and you know what I'm really really excited about this one because I'm going to be interviewing Tom Solid from the Paperless Movement. I've personally been a big fan of Tom's for a while now, and I have watched his videos for tips on, you know, uh, digital note-taking apps and, you know, productivity and all that good stuff. And so it's been a really, really good episode for me personally. And you know what? We talked for probably over an hour. And what I've done is I have uh, condensed that conversation into this episode, uh, which will give people all the good stuff around what the paperless movement is, digital note-taking, what's a good system to have, etc. But all the other advanced stuff that Tom was talking about, I'm going to do as a bonus episode, uh, and I'm going to try and get that out as soon as I can. But for this, uh, you know, we're going to be talking to Tom about uh, all the good stuff about, you know, digital note-taking and the paperless movement. So, so Tom is um, a really interesting guy. He's actually Dr. Thomas. Uh, you know, for the last 16 years, Tom has worked in big industries and academic institutions, and he's been solving the exact same productivity problems that so many others experience right now when they're trying to leverage the digital world. So what he does is, uh, during his time in corporate, Thomas helped increase productivity on multiple teams in various industries by as much as 60%. He's done that through the implementation of effective project management tools and, more importantly, digital work conventions. So he's actually created something called the iCore framework, which is at the core of his paperless movement. And it's the framework that he coaches inside the paperless movement membership. And there's going to be links to all that at businessfixer.co.uk. Go and have a look at the blog section where we'll have the show notes and you'll be able to link to Tom's great YouTube channel, his website where you can find out more about his membership and the iCore framework. So really good episode today, all about, you know, if you are thinking about um, turning your productivity system into a digital only uh, productivity system, and you want to know more about digital note-taking and all that good stuff, this is the one. So go put the kettle on, grab yourself a drink, get in your comfy chair, and now, without further ado, here's Tom Solid. It's very controversial what you do, actually, which is uh, very interesting because there's a lot of people that would say, well, I just like pen and paper. My wife is one of them. She refuses to uh, take notes uh, digitally. I've just done some productivity training with somebody last week, and they're very paper-based. But you believe something differently, don't you? You believe in a paperless movement. And why? Why would? Why do you believe that? And why do you reckon people should take notice of that and consider it? Good that you addressed the elephant in the room right away. The thing, uh, the thing that we need to get right. First of all, the paperless movement is really about all the paperless efficiency. It's about the things that we can do in a paperless world, in a digital world, that we can't do on paper. Doesn't mean that I don't like paper. So my wife is the same as yours, it seems. So I would never be able to convert her. But it's the same for me. I love paper as well and the taking notes and 
um, especially sketching on paper, it's just a different sensation. And um, so there are two things. One is things that we can do only in a digital world, which is not possible on paper. So when it comes to knowledge management, and the other thing is wasting paper. I just don't like wasting paper. So people print off uh, emails, for example, and then they start annotating. And I think annotating emails, for example, is a good example that you can do very well on an iPad and an Apple Pen, using an Apple Pencil, for example. A lot of examples. <laughs> so the word example. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and the vision behind that is um, I was working in corporate for more than eight years and I was trying to be organized and productive there in the paper form. And I had so many different projects going on. I really struggled finding my notes. I even had uh, became note paralyzed if this is a thing. So I stopped taking notes completely. I was sitting in the meetings and didn't take notes at all because I knew I wouldn't find it later on anyway. So I tried to keep it in my mind and then uh, try different systems and all this. And, then um, I was on a conference and a um, person was using iPad and an Apple Pencil only, nothing else, no books, nothing uh, along with her. And I tested the Apple Pencil. I was sold. I bought their iPad and I went 100% paperless right there. It wasn't easy. It wasn't difficult because I wasn't taking notes properly anyway. The issue is then that it didn't make me any more efficient or productive going digital. And now, um, four years later, um, I know what the issue is, and many others struggling with as well, is um, in the, on the paper-based world, you only have to decide the system how to take your notes, yeah? So your productivity system or how you take notes, how you organize in a paperless world. In a digital world, you have to pick the productivity system, but also the tool. So it becomes far more complex. Where do you store, store the notes and so on? So you can already mess up in the paper world where you have several different notebooks and you spread your information to different notebooks and so on, and you don't find it later on. Uh, in the digital world, it's, it's even more complicated because that's what we call the, the next shiny object syndrome, that you have just the next fancy tool coming around and you start using this and you put in some more information there and you left some information in the other tool and then you don't find anything at all. Um, so these are really the struggles I was going through as well and where I figured out it all comes down to four letters. Um, I-Core, what, that's what I call it. It's the I-Core framework. Uh, I-Core stands for Input Control Output Refine. And these are the different parts of a productivity system that we need to become aware of that the productivity system is set up of these different sections. And then we can start looking into the different sections and find the right tools for these. And then start the, the refine part is really making these tools work to, together and all this. So, but this is already far down the line. Paperless movement is really there to pick you up in the, in the moment when you go paperless. When you switch from a paper notebook to a digital world, what is going on there? And Apple made it nice with the iPad to make it very easy to convert from a paper notebook to a digital notebook because you have the same sensation. You can write down your notes as you did before. And people miss out on the things that they, they could actually do in the digital world because they just 
transferred their original system into the digital world. And which is good if you have been efficient and productive on the paper-based uh, note-taking already, that you can copy-paste this into the digital world with the advantage that your handwriting becomes searchable, with the advantage that your notes are stored in the cloud and you can access from anywhere. Um, but there's so much more to it, yeah. And um, this is usually where we pick up the people and can realize, okay, I take notes, but how do I find information later, much more productive? And how do I actually get things done out of the information that I collect? That was amazing. So there's a lot for us to unpack here. So yeah, I like, <laughs> I like what stop. you said, because I have personally gone through uh, these challenges as well that you talked about, and I coach the people on the same things in that. So there's a, a phrase you use, the uh, uh, sh a brand new shiny syndrome. So people will see uh, me in a meeting uh, and I'll be using an iPad with an Apple pencil and people go, oh, I need to take notes that way. And I go, oh, hang on a second. Do you need to do that? Or is, you know, the actual issue is that you don't have a system or you don't have the discipline that sits behind that. So you could write on your arm for all I care. In your opinion, what are the key characteristics of a good system? That's a good question. So the key characteristics would be that I can see the system set up. So this means in a mind map or in a, in a flow chart where I can actually see the flow inside the system. So whenever I pick a particular task that I need to do, which is repeating, then there should be um, a flow chart drawn, something like that. And so, the, the, the way you see then the system is healthy is that when all the blind spots are filled with the right tools and well, how do I know that there are the right tools? Because you give sense to the tools. So you say, I'm using this tool because of this and this in my system. So you always have to bring context to the tools that you use. So when I see that people say, I switched from Evernote 100% to Apple Notes. Um, like okay. I did. I did that. Yeah, yeah. You wrote to me. And I said, yeah. okay, that's, that's good for you, but it would never work in my world. And this is really the thing that we need to realize. When I see this on Twitter, it's really dangerous because they say, oh, yeah, okay, Apple Notes is really better. But for what? For what purpose? Evernote, I'm using as my document dump. I'm using it to scan via my document scanner directly into Evernote and uh, archive my invoices and my contracts in there. That's, mm -hmm. that's all I do because I don't need to even to uh, properly structure anything in Evernote. The search engine is so powerful and due to the OCR done inside Evernote, uh, my text becomes searchable. I just have to look up for the company I'm looking for the contract for, the invoice, and I will find it. This is mm -hmm. not possible in Evernote. I cannot send my documents into Apple Notes the same way. The same counts for Notion. So many people switch from Evernote to Notion and they say it's so much better, but why is it better? For what? So you really have to narrow down what you're talking about. This is what I try to make people realize what's actually your problem that you want to solve with the tool mm. and then get the right tool before you just switch tools because some person says you should go to this tool. For those who are low-tech and may need a little bit of a um, translation, for want of a better word, 
Yeah. Why? why uh, wh- how would you convince them to maybe try paperless? The best way to start out is, as I mentioned, using a Apple Notes and taking some notes in there and have the sensation of searching your handwritten notes later on. And you will already see already see that you find information much faster. If you're living in the Apple universe, you will have access to your notes everywhere. Now they even make it accessible in the browser. So, But there's no doubt that the iPad and Apple Pencil is the best thing that I would always recommend to go paperless. If you take notes in a notebook, in a paper notebook, and this would be the first step into the digital world. And maybe that's enough for you. Maybe there are so many ways that I also teach that you can just use Apple Notes and, and make, so one example would be to get organized in it to Apple Notes, all right? Uh, and have task management, a full I-Core end-to-end inside Apple Notes would be, um, people ask me, how can I manage tasks in my notebook? Hmm. So you can do this simply. You just write down a code like um, two seven task two seven, for example, something which is not a normal word, but easy to remember for yourself, and it becomes searchable. So whenever you have, um, and now they have hashtags, so you could use a use a hashtag as well. So hmm. you just write hashtag, and then you write task at the node where you have an actionable item. And then when you need to look at your task, you just search for the hashtag tasks and all the tasks come up. Once you finish the task, you can just delete this hashtag. You just rub it away and um, it will no longer come up as an actionable task. So this That's is a really simple interesting. I like way that. to... Yeah, yeah. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like dipping your toes in the water, just saying, okay, well, rather than going and syncing up all this uh, Todoist and Evernote and, and Calendly and all that kind of stuff, just start small. Start with Apple Notes. Yeah. Take some notes with it. See how you get on. And then what you were saying there was just to try and search for your tasks. You can just put a hashtag in front of it or just put 27 or, you know, awesome or something like that. Anything that they want. Search for that. They'll find all their tasks in there, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So um, let's say, I'll give you an example then to work with. Let's say there's a, a solopreneur or a small company, maybe up to five people, they may have dabbled with Apple Notes, Evernotes, digital note-taking, but they want to make that commitment now. What is the step-by-step guide or advice you would give to that person to say, this is how you enter the digital world? Yeah, that's not an easy question to answer. And this is what we uh, try to do in the paperless movement as well, that first we need to look at what do you actually need? What is your business and what you're trying to achieve? As I said before, when people say, oh, ClickUp is the best project management tool uh, in the world right now, or Asana, or you name it, they might be, they might be right because it works in their company, but it might be overkill for, especially for a solopreneur. So if I would only work for myself, I think I don't think that I would use something like ClickUp. I would just stick to my to-do list. And on the other hand, um, I'm working with Raven Scanner, for example, a company creating scanners. They use only to-do list in their company um, with I think 50 people or more. It works as well. So again, 
we would sit down and think about what is what you what is it that you need to do is it a simple thing like simple it's never such a thing but uh, so you are sending an article to somebody so that's your business you have an amazon business and it's just a recurring thing that that's the standard thing or you're selling a t-shirt put it this way Hmm. you're selling a t-shirt in a store so people hand in an order and then you have to process this order and send out the t-shirt to the person and then this process is complete so you could write this up in a flowchart or draw it up in a flowchart. And I always recommend doing this because then you really realize what are the different parts where I would need a tool, where do I need to store information somewhere else? So you would realize that. Um, for, the, for the store example, you might only use the store. You don't even need um, external resource. You just add friction by adding new tools. and um this is why we, we draw this up so we would identify are there actually bottlenecks is there anything that is hindering you to get things done so the more complex your business becomes and the more different topics you are handling for example paperless movement it's pretty complex because i have the youtube channel where i create videos i have the podcast uh, i have the membership where i'm creating content there i create courses and um, then I have client calls. And so there are so many different parts where I need to have different workflows to, in order to make this as efficient as possible. Um, so I had to draw this up as well. And I'm learning um, the same way. So it's not a real direct answer to your question, the, the step-by-step uh, way to say how you would find the right tool. Um, I just want to emphasize here that it always comes down to sit down and think, what is it that I actually do every day? Because I see it so many times that people jump into a tool and it was the same for me. I'm always getting excited, testing out a new tool. You're setting up an awesome system and you think now everything will be great. It sounds so great. And in your head, everything makes sense. And then you use your system over for one week and then you already, uh, um, you don't want longer want to use it because you added so much friction because you had a bell here and a whistle there that you added and some information that you want to put there. And the thing is, the reason is the excitement, the initial excitement when you set up a new tool because you think, oh, this can do all this. So let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And due to the excitement, you overcome this friction that you create by this. So it makes fun doing this. But once you're in your daily business again, this actually is generating you to get things done. So yeah. whenever you set up a new tool, there are really two things to care about is, do you actually know what you need to do over the day? What are the different steps that you want uh, to have in the tool to be accomplished? And the second one is keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah. So the KISS principle. <laughs> so uh, minimalism is really key. Uh, you always can add features um, or you can always add yeah, features to your tool, but it's always hard to remove them once you're in, in running it. Okay. Well, we say here, clarity is king and simplicity is queen. So I completely, yeah, yeah, completely agree with you. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying because I'm now on the, maybe the seventh or eighth version of my system. And my first few, 
I was very, it was the bright, shiny syndrome again. And I was thinking, oh my God, I've got this new tool now. Oh, I just heard about this thing. And I'd spend my weekend setting it up. And my wife would just look at me, just say, get a life, Haroon, for God's sake, what's the matter with you? <laughs> and I say, yeah, but look at, you don't understand this system's awesome. And she's just like, I'm going out to see my friends. <laughs> yeah. um, but now on my seventh or eighth iteration where I am now, I'm only, I've simplified it so much now that I use Apple Notes and Todoist. And even the amount of lists, I used to have so many lists and folders and now I've yeah. just chopped them right down. Um, and it, you know what? It works. It really works. Mm. But this is proving what you were saying earlier because at the end of the day, the reason I've got down to such a simple system is because I've said, well, why have I got it like that? Is that solving a problem or is it just, it's taken me more time to get stuff done now because the system is, has outgrown me. It's a beast. It's a monster. I can't control it. Um, so I, I completely get that. And I think that anyone listening to this right now, I think the themes, and this is what I'm taking away from this conversation, but any listeners now, I think what it is, is that decide what works for you. So determine what problems you're actually trying to solve and just give it a go, but don't use a tool just because Tom's using it or that I'm using it. Just dip your toes in the water, trial something out and figure it out. And you know what? It is going to go wrong and you probably are going to not want to use that tool again, but that's a good thing. So Tom, where can people find more about you online? They will find everything I talked about in this podcast. Um, or more details about what I talked about in this podcast on paperlessmovement.com. But uh, I recommend to you to also go to YouTube, just search for Tom Solid or Paperless Movement. You will certainly find information or videos coming up there in the channel because this is the main channel where I provide the free content and teach people how to go paperless and become more efficient. <laughs>